0: Hey everybody! Welcome back to the Candid Mini Conversations podcast. Okay, so today I have a very very special guest. Okay, this is actually one of my mentees. Well, she was one of my mentees. <laughs> her name is Yasmin. She is from uh, Miami Gardens. Okay, and she has a she has a very interesting story, and I really want her to tell her story. And I know her story will inspire a lot of people that are thinking about starting a cleaning company. Okay, so, Yasmin, you have the floor. I know you got some stories to tell because we always have those conversations, honey. And the floor is yours. Let them know a little bit about yourself and your cleaning company.
1: Uh, Well, hello, my name is Yasmin. I own YQC Cleaning Service and I have been in business. It's about to be a year. But I officially, but I've been in business unofficially since I was in college. So it's been
2: a few years. And that is it.
0: Okay. Okay. So um, me, you got any any kids helping you out or single?
1: Yeah, oh no, it's yeah, it's it's just me. Um, of course my family, if okay. needed be, it's been some time they have payment help, but yeah, it's just me.
0: All right. All right. So are you currently working a job now or are you just full time in your cleaning company?
1: No, I am working and that that's like basically wearing two, three different hats because yeah. my job is very, very, very demanding. And then when I get off, I'm doing walkthroughs. I'm at work on my break trying to do so. It's just a lot going on, but it's oh basically
0: gosh.
1: being pulled in two different directions at one time.
0: Now I gotta ask you, how are you juggling having a job? It's a full time job, correct?
2: Yeah.
0: And running a cleaning company. I get asked that all the time. People ask me, is it possible? Can I can Mm -hmm. I can I do that? You know? So how how are you juggling both worlds?
1: It's very much possible, but it's like it's very demanding and I've always remembered this saying that you can't give your all to two things.
2: Mm-hmm. So
1: one of them kind of going to be falling short, mm-hmm. but it's like my business is my passion. Um, so it's starting to come to that point where it's like that conversation keeps coming up. Like, okay, we are gonna have to figure out one or the other because realistically I have friends that have transitioned and just shows one. And I have some that's going through that little transition right now. And that's just something that once you're an entrepreneur, nobody understands. But uh, it's like making that decision to either like just jump out without a parachute or still have that comfortability and that leverage to know, like, I still have a job if some, something was to happen. And But it's like I think sometimes having a plan B takes away from your plan A.
0: Okay. Okay. True that. True that. Okay. So are all your accounts... Like at night, do you do your accounts afterwards? Um, do you have employees that do the accounts while you're at work? How are you handling that?
1: So right now, um, I do have employees. Well, I've been going the subcontractor route because I explained to you my employee core story. <laughs> and then recently I hired someone else, but it's still in that testing period. So I've been realizing the subcontractor route is just less stressful, just let them go. Um, but when I had like a full-on employee that was taking on jobs on a day-to-day basis, she would be taking on jobs when I'm at work.
2: Okay. And it'll just be
1: like me ensuring that the client has signed off or me keeping a contact with the client, like me still being involved, but I'm just at work. Um, and then when I was doing things just full on by myself, I would just make sure everything was after work. But that was just really, really stressful because I'll be getting off running straight to go do that but you know it's possible I think it just all depends on like the kind of job that people have I couldn't do that but
0: okay so out of all businesses why the cleaning business you could have went into hair nails toes Uh, why cleaning
1: well cleaning because um, I've always just loved cleaning up myself but then I realized just me doing more research and just taking the time to hold on this other phone right here just taking the time to really like just do research into the industry and everything that like cleaning is like a really big industry once you actually like tap in into the other layers of things that you can do I don't think people understand that because somebody always going to need a house clean and everything that people don't want to do they always trying to find a way to outsource it mm-hmm. so once I realized that, that it was like a niche and that Industry, it just made me kind of be more intrigued and did more research and everything.
0: Did you think it was easy?
1: Mm, No, I think that's why you know my story how like that little gap period of time from when I was in school to now I kind of like was prolonging because as I did more research, I began to realize you know this is not going to be easy, especially just me being a woman, a black woman at that, going into something like that by myself. But now I'm learning more and more, but it's still some things that I'm still learning and I'm still kind of like overcoming certain hurdles. But it's not. But I think it's something once you have it like down packed, you still gonna go through little obstacles, but you gonna kind of figure out how to like maneuver them a little better as time goes by. Okay. So
0: speaking of obstacles, (laughs) can you elaborate a little bit on some? some
1: of those obstacles that you had to overcome? Oh, my gosh. Um, Well, as you have said, like, you know, technically, I I guess I'm not a mentee no more, but I still tell people you my mentor. (laughs) I have told you so many horror stories. It just be like, sometimes I'll be like, I'm not even going to call you with a foolishness because you're going to be like, "Yes, I'm not sick of this. (laughs) But as like as the story I was mentioning about the client who she tried to take her mom, it was a client. She tried to take her cleaning. She tried to take a routine cleaning package that was set up specifically for her mom and tried to take it for her place. But her mom was extremely difficult and would complain about every little thing. And she felt like the place wasn't cleaned correctly but according to her she just always knew that her mom never wanted a cleaner they were kind of trying to impose and force her mom Mm -hmm. to get a cleaner so of course you already know how it is when older people are kind of setting their ways so she came up with this fabulous idea since the package was already paid for how about i just take it on but every time i kept trying to explain to her that's not how it's gonna work because y'all don't have the same size place she kept trying to say like it's still an apartment she was just difficult and I finally agreed to let her take them, but I told her it was going to be a price different. And she kept rescheduling. Fast forward, months down the line, I went by. She tries to like come out of thin air a few weeks ago, thinking that she's supposed to be getting these cleanings now. And I'm like, that's not how that works. So she began to be like really disrespectful and just be belligerent and was playing on the phone, was emailing, was doing all types of stuff. And I'm just like, this is a test, this is a test, I know it is, because I'm like, I don't be in these types of situations in my regular life, but I just kind of thought about something you told me, like, if somebody complicated and all that, just let them go as a client, it's not worth it, like, and
0: that's it just time. what
1: I did, and then of course, after that as well, I changed some policies, but that was, that, that was one of the, the what, petty stories. What
0: were some of the policies that you changed?
1: Um, just constantly rescheduling. Like you, you—it's not gonna be no refund or nothing. It's just you gonna need to rebook, right? So, and I just kind of thought, what I try to do at times is step out and think. If I was in a certain situation, how would I feel if I never read that? How would I want something to be handled? So I was just like, you know, I'm just learning as I go. Just when certain things come up, just kind of take it and apply it to my business That's something you just always told me when I will be calling you, asking like the world coming to an end.
0: oh my god it was it was the last one for me um the whole service agreement thing um i don't know if you want to go into it or not but i just wanted to tell the people it's very very important oh yes i'm still dealing with that now so when it's over i'll come back and we can joke about it
2: Right,
1: but right. I'm, I'm still right. going through that now. It's just very important to make sure. Just how people shove papers in your face, you do the same thing. Like
2: yeah, you always,
1: cover yourself in every situation because
2: people
0: service take advantage
1: agreement. of small businesses. They really do.
0: Right, I'll tell you, you guys, you you definitely have to have a service agreement with everything. I don't care how little, how big, whatever. Make sure you guys are making your clients fill out that service agreement because if you mm-hmm. don't, if you don't hey they, they might not pay you and they might have you keep coming back you know back and forth back and forth and it'll be a whole mess so service agreements very important okay? exactly so after you get out of that what you're going through <laughs> talk about it
1: we could we could laugh about it because it's just it that yeah. that really was another lesson you could sort of that really was like another lesson because i was just kind of like why would somebody do stuff like that? But I remember I have read a few times that when people just hear small business, a lot of times they just be thinking like, oh, this is not the same thing as this big industry. So I'm gonna go and take these little loopholes when I deal with them. But it's like, if anything, that's the people you should take that time to be more, to pay more or to invest more in or to be more patient with because it's just kind of like, we actually are building from the ground up. We're the starting point. So whatever you think is so big. They was just here. You just right. didn't see that point. Yeah, but they so don't
2: understand. They don't and, understand. And the thing
0: is, when you don't present yourself like a professional and, and present those that paperwork to them, then that's like a red flag to them that you're, mm-hmm. you're not. So
1: exactly you know, you
0: run into those predators and they, they start to take advantage of you. You know what I mean? It, it happens, you guys. Okay, it so really, really does. my next question would be What made you want to reach out and get a mentor?
1: Oh, so, um, oh, yeah, I talked about this basically just in the midst of time when I was saying, like, you know what? I'm going to take everything to the next step. I'm going to be serious. I'm going to be legit. I was, I'm like a YouTube fanatic and I would just be binging. You know, people do, we wake up with these ideas, like, how do I start such and such? And every time I will just be online, I just kept running across your videos and of course a few other people, but you just seemed like most authentic and gave information without like, a lot of people you watch, it's like they say things, but then right when they get into the punch, it's like, you got to do this to find out this. I don't need to move all that. So just for me, constantly binging, keep talking about you and then showing everybody certain stuff. I was like, you know, let me just, do a phone call like what's the most that can't hurt me that's not really gonna and then I told you when I saw that you were in Savannah I was like oh I'm gonna go to Savannah I'm gonna go up there and see if I could like go and see the company but then when we had that conversation it's like everything just seemed very like genuine authentic so I was like you know let me just go and join the program and see how it goes and it was just like really helpful And more than anything, I just kind of felt like even when the program was over, like I never felt that if something was to happen, like you wouldn't be there to be of assistance. And I think that's just something that when I hear people talk about their programs, I don't ever hear them talk about the person or more anything once everything is over. My family—they be sick of me talking about you.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I say you guys, yes, me, and she drove all the way to Savannah. Okay, and when she was here visiting her brother. She was like, hey, where you at? You know, but we, we I got to come on. We got to get up. We gotta, I got to see you. So um, me and my sister actually went out and we went out to eat and we had a good time. We had some drinks and everything. Yeah, we really did. So, I mean, and I, all y'all can't be pulling up on me like that. No. <laughs> <laughs> but man, yeah, I got a real one right here. I just had to let her know you know, you got a real one. All right. And, and I really want to see you succeed. And you are like one of the mentees that I have that you you think that you be bugging me when you call me a lot. But really, <laughs> you need to be taking advantage of having a mentor, you know, someone to walk you through those things. Because one-on-one coaching is very expensive. You know, mm-hmm. my one-on-one coaching came at a, at a very low price. You know, one-on-one mm-hmm. coaching and you get the website and everything else that we're doing. You know, but the one-on-one coaching—that stuff—is expensive because it's someone's time. So you, you're supposed to take advantage of it. You know, mm-hmm. you'll be amazed how many people don't. They buy on impulse and they don't take advantage of it. But mm-hmm. I can't say you were one of the people that really took advantage. Like I talk to Yasmin <laughs> every day. Sometimes <laughs> he wasn't playing. He was like, "Hey, I got it. I got a problem." But see, that <laughs> lets me know that you're in motion that you're actually going through courses, that you're actually, you know, you're you're working. You're not just yeah. coming in the program and just sit down and not doing it, you know? So, my next question to you is, how do you go about finding your clients?
1: Um, <clears> oh, <throat> it's like so many ways. Um, word of the mouth has been really, really, really helpful. Uh, honestly, in the beginning, like, for a straight minute, it was just word of the mouth. Like, Mo- the momentum. i always ask. It was a so point. Sometimes I wouldn't even ask because that's the first thing they say. Like such and such told me this and that. And I think people just being so intrigued at the fact that a black woman went and opened a cleaning business and it and it actually was presented in a good way. It wasn't nothing that was like sloppy or a mess. And people actually was like giving great reviews. So I think it was just also just people just interested to see how it's going to go. Right. Um, also as well something you taught me like facebook groups it's a lot of groups out here that's just literally just for businesses or people just going on there looking at things like every little city has those little business facebook groups or you could go on there and look up certain stuff craigslist craigslist is another one like if you set it up correctly like the way you show me just being consistent it's times like it was a point of time i would really have to just be like no because Craigslist as well, like once you I think Craigslist also, I think it's like kind of like what do they call like an algorithm? And I yeah. think when you're consistent with it, it pushes you.
2: Yeah.
1: And Google as well, once you get to that point where you have over a certain amount of views, like reviews, you will pop up. Probably I'm not saying you're gonna be number one, but you're gonna pop up in that mm-hmm. system because a few people don't call and said to me before too, like I was online and I was comparing between the ones that came up and you just seem more authentic, it seemed easier to gain contact. I was like, oh, okay. So it just, between those systems and also um, flyers, I don't think people understand like the power of flyers anymore because everybody is just in this new age technology time. But it's been times, as like I said, I just, I've actually woke up with intentions to pass out flyers and I didn't get that many calls versus sometimes when I'm just out. And you always told me like, even if I'm just going, to the store or something, just pass out some flyers. And then I'd be surprised people be calling me, like, oh, I was here. I was here with my friend. I only saw two flyers, but I was just thinking, like, oh, let me call this company. So I think the power of flyers is real. Because recently I watched um, this video from this other company and they were saying they don't pass out flyers. And they was like they just rely solely on social media and they get a lot of feedback. But I was just thinking to myself like they don't understand. People still look at flyers, whether people want to believe it or not, people still do.
0: I mean, so. it's really whatever floats your boat, you know, mm-hmm. um, people are different. So people market different. You got gorilla marketers that, that just will do anything. They will pass out flyers, they'll be on social media, flooding social media, everything. And then you got the more techie side people. Yeah, they mm-hmm. don't really want to be out there interacting with people. You got COVID going around. They want to be in front of the computer, um, buying ads and you know boosting Facebook posts and utilizing that way. And guess what? You can get clients either way. I feel mm-hmm. like it's it's really not no bad way. The only bad way is not doing anything. Don't mm-hmm. do <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I feel like it's it's all it all has to do with the person, you know who yeah. Is and how bad you want you know how bad you want this Because some people say they want clients but you know you don't really want clients if you only market like once a week like you don't really want it that
1: (laughs) and no that's true because I remember um, once you come up with like a system and you stick with it like I don't even think you have to put in I think people be thinking it's going to take like months or weeks for things to kick off like I think I remember me starting, I think I probably it was like that first, second week and after I really like just applied everything that we had discussed and went over. It was to a point, like I said, like people would be calling too much because I'm just starting off I'm by myself at this time. It's like I'm not about to be around here body aching every day, mm-hmm. but it really could be that. And this is before I think I had really started tapping into doing like videos of me explaining certain stuff and doing certain stuff. And then I realized even with that, people like to see that, like people like to see a face behind a brand and that buzz brought a whole different type of buzz. So just how you said, I think it's some people that really learn how to master marketing specifically online.
2: Mm-hmm. And it's
1: some people that learn how to master marketing and they don't even have an Instagram. So nope, some people like, school.
2: yeah.
0: Old school. They got flyers, mm-hmm. old school. They don't really know too much about online, but you can, you can get a, you can get a client either way. You know, in the beginning, I just say, get started, do something. Don't just, you know, expect for the clients to just fall out of the sky, you know, and and please don't say that this don't work or there's not any good cleaners or there's not any good clients or nobody, no, all that negative stuff ain't going to (laughs) work, you know, because I'm living proof out here. It, it, it does work. You just have to stay consistent, you know. And, and have fun with it, you know, too. Because I think that's one of the things that kept my drive going. I I I started to have fun with it. Do some real videos or something, you know. Make some fun out of whatever you're doing, you know. Um, yeah, My next good. question would be softwares. What are your favorite um, softwares that you like to use?
1: Well, Canva. I love Canva so much. Like, I really, really love Canva. Anytime somebody asks me about anything, I say Canva. Mm -hmm. Um, And also, yes, I say QuickBooks, because QuickBooks is, like, just an all-in-one type of system. I think QuickBooks just needs to improve and get somebody that you would call, like, 24 hours, get somebody on the phone. But other than that, I think QuickBooks is really, really good with whatever you're trying to do, because it's, like, so many different types of QuickBooks, and... Yeah, it's just Canva. With this other little program, that's good. But I just love the fact that Canva, you could do stuff for free. And they have everything on there now. You can make shirts off of there, flyers. Yeah. You can make a video. There's all types of stuff on like there. I said, you can
0: also schedule your marketing on it, you can schedule your posts. Yeah, I put that on my to do list to go look at tonight. That is dope. That's so dope. When I found out they do that too, I was like, oh, man. One thing Canva missing is websites. <laughs> they, oh, to,
1: they they said, They said huh? um I always see on YouTube people have made their websites on there. Really? I've never tried to do it, but I think so because on my flyer, I mean not my flyer, my business card on the back. If you scan it,
0: mm-hmm. it
1: goes. Um I put the little scanner on there and I did that on Canva. Wow. I ain't no so, Canva do that. See mm-hmm. y'all, Canva. If if you're not using Canva, you are sleeping.
0: It's 2022 I think every entrepreneur should be using Canva, should be using um, Fiverr, you know, and as far as QuickBooks, there are other softwares out there you can use, like FreshBooks, and you know, it's, it's a lot of different ones, but QuickBooks is, I would say, the most popular one that everyone talks about, but very, very beneficial, y'all, for um, accounting software. Okay, so my next question would be... huh? What are some cleaning techniques that you can share with us? Like some of your cleaning hacks that you might have. Any cleaning hacks you can share? Um.
1: Well, first off, I think I always ask people when I meet mean people, like when you first go into a house, what's the first thing you do. Mm-hmm. Because to me, that speaks in volumes. Like well, the, the way somebody responds and, um, uh, half with that is I always feel like if you're going into a different it depends on the situation you're walking into. But if you want to say Airbnb, the first thing you do is put stuff in a washing machine. Right. Like that's number one. Cause I I hate when I hear people like they be so quick to rush and go do something. They're not realizing like washing is gonna take the longest. Right. And also just make sure you pay attention to little details. Like I don't like to say how somebody will clean their house because some people are great cleaners, but don't clean up good when they're in their private homes, but just pay attention to details because if somebody paid to get something clean, like clearly it's certain stuff, if it was the basics, they could do that themselves. And also just learning to make cleaning supplies stretch because it's a lot of cleaning supplies that are like really meant to be diluted. And I don't think people be realizing that. And that's yeah. why you can't breathe when you want in their house.
2: Yeah. <laughs> so. yeah. yeah.
1: And it's like you wasting so much money. And if, if you was actually looking at like your profit versus the amount that you were putting out and a lot of money goes to cleaners a lot. So it's like if you actually just learn how to make what you have last, you will be better off. And vinegar is everyone's best friend. Once you realize vinegar is, could be used for like five many different things, just learning how to use it, the correct ways to use it. And that's basically vinegar and what I said, stretching your supplies, like actually taking the time to read up on what you have and seeing like, is it a way to make this stretch? Is it a way to just make what I have last, but still be used at its full capacity?
0: Right, right. One of my favorite cleaning hacks is using a pumice stone on a glass stove.
1: Some yes, I remember people. you always say that.
0: They don't, they don't know. It's a, It's just amazing how many people don't know that a pumice stone will actually clean the rings off of a glass stove. So, that's one of my favorite hacks that I like to use. Um, and also, for hard water, I like um, Lime Away, a Barkeeper's Friend, and a Silver Scrubby <laughs> for hard water mm. on glass. Those are my mm. those are my hacks to get that clean. Okay. You said Lime Away? Yeah, Lime Away. And the one in the mm. green bottle, I usually get it out of the dollar store it's a it's a green squeegee bottle, mm-hmm. squeegee bottle, and it's it's real small, but it works good. It works real good, you know. Uh, and I like to use that for hard water, just to remove any type of hard water stain. Okay. Mm. Um, but my next question would be, hmm, name a bad experience you had with a employee.
1: I think you purposely asked me this. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Um, The satin cap story. You know, just, I think sometimes people get comfortable. They don't realize, like, you're going to have them times when you got to just pop up on people. And she had um, a satin cap at work. It was just, I I don't think I, I was so, I think I couldn't even explain how I felt that day. I think y'all can't do that day too. Yeah, you yeah. just like I was like
0: every time she goes through these little things, I'm like, now <laughs> you gotta change your policy. Now does it say in the policy that they can't wear this and that and you know? So I was
1: listening it was it was bad. I think and what I try not to do is come off like that mean person. I think sometimes that it comes in business you have to just throw the emotions away and just be mean like of course i don't think you should run here cussing and disrespecting your employees but right. at the same time it's just a respect factor and i think when you're like too nice it's just going to be to that point where it's like okay you're my friend boss no <laughs> like, no we're not friends
2: mm-hmm. we're
1: not hanging out we're not doing none of that and she on the same cafe she didn't think i was coming and i came the Airbnb, and I had to catch a breather before I asked her about the satin cap. And then, <laughs> what is she? God, what, what did what was her? Oh, she said she asked them can she put it on because she had just got her hair done.
0: Oh, uh, see, the thing, guys, is this like your employees, your contractors, whoever they represent you. Okay? Exactly. and you really can't tell contractors what to do you can't tell them how to work with this particular person who was, was an employee so she can dictate the way this certain person dressed, you know, her appearance you know, and you can't really come if with a satin cap on with a shower cap or whatever no, you gotta look presentable you know, put your hey, hair brush your hair back I,
1: I forgot she had a shirt on either,
0: and she, didn't have, her so, she didn't have the company
1: shirt, so she had a shirt on either.
0: You know, these are things that, and then, and then it's hard because you're a new business owner, and it's hard dealing with the emotional roller coaster of of even like, okay, now how do I say this without her mm-hmm. quitting right now <laughs> and not finishing this house? Hmm. So that's when you start going through this this stuff, like this the, the emotional rollercoaster is what I call of entrepreneurship. You know, when you walk in, you see an employee looking all kind of ways in somebody's house, somebody's nice house, and they're representing your company. So it's like one of those situations where you got to kind of take a breather. Like she said, she said I had mm-hmm. to take a breather. Whoo! I, I had to take a breather and then go in there, figure out the words to say and without sounding too you know crazy and then she ended up getting mad and walking off and stuff like that so yeah I just, just kind of experience. yeah I just kind of realized
1: um just it just helps you be better in life overall because now you are on the other side of things and you be like dang I wonder in this situation how I acted or I wonder if I was ever like this to somebody or I, ever, I never was going to work for no sign job on but I'm just thinking, like a time when I think we've all been either young or had a job that we probably used to play around with or do a little stuff that we know we had no business doing, and that time comes when you get caught doing something. But in that type of situation, like that, I would never do that. But I think it just kind of teaches you just to just be more patient and just fully evaluate things because people are gonna show you who they are over time, and I think everybody is a perfect employee at first.
2: Right.
1: Some people just be good you know they might have a little incident but I think the incident that was going on with that specific person I just was really trying to be like blind and naive and I was just like no so it just kind of taught me like just how to go about stuff differently the next time
0: right 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 okay so what would you say to someone that is interested in finding a mentor but they, they, they haven't made that that stuff you know they're still contemplating they're still like mm, I don't know I'm gonna sit back I'm still like watch some videos I don't know what would you say to the procrastinator that's thinking about it
1: um to literally just like go go with your spirit to be honest because everybody is not aligned with everybody and everybody don't mesh well with everybody um told you when i went to a conference a few months ago the person who was over the conference was a coach and she was talking about that too like she has had some clients who was much bigger clients than she already ever have ever worked with or bigger than the clients that she's bringing in now she still turned them down because everybody don't mesh well with everybody and all money isn't good money everybody that's supposedly helping you is not per se gonna be good for you and the situation she talked about was a lot of her clients that she has been with for a while, she doesn't even charge them what she charged other people or it's to a point where she probably hasn't even charged them no more because she has built like a relationship with them. And she was just like, you know, you got to think about that as a relationship. Of course, in the beginning, things gonna be how they're going to be. You're supposed to be helping each other. Well, you're supposed to be helping them. But I think it's just, just going off of like that good that just I feel like that should be like a vetting process, too just really taking the time to get to know the person. You could kind of watch somebody from far away. And before you take that big leap to just go all in and I'm just going to sign up for this, like it's little ways to kind of like have interactions with people. Just how, you know, you had the phone call. Um, Everybody having, some people be having like them little Zoom calls and it'd be a whole bunch of people on there and it'll probably be like 15 minutes and it was probably like nothing. You just had to sign up it's other ways to do things and don't always go so be so quick to go for like the big fish the people that seem popular and all that because we talked about that too it's some people that are scammers (laughs) you'd be surprised how many people that you might just look at like oh they probably don't have this followers they don't have this and that why would i want to go to this them be the people that you really passing up on that gonna actually take that time to deal with you because they probably just starting or they probably really do got some big clients but they probably just not that big on social media or they actually know what they talking about and they're gonna take that time to be there with you through all the trials and tribulations answering them late phone calls mm-hmm. doing all that so i think it's just actually betting going through a betting process and not being so quick to just jump out into the boat because that's a lot of money and time that you invest in i don't I know some people that I went through like several different programs, and it's like now you're learning different things in completely different ways. Mm. It's just that's a lot. Yeah, yeah,
0: that's a lot. So, what would you say is was one of your one of one of your most challenging moments that you had since you started your cleaning company? Hmm. There's
1: so many. Um, Oh, I think when I took that time to really just not be on social media, it's just it was just that fight of me going through, like, personal battles and business battles and just trying to really be the best version of me for both. Mm-hmm. So it's like, it comes to that point where you're really not in the mood, but you're going to have to be in the mood because your business is not just, like, when you wake up and it's a closing time, it's 24 hours. I think that was like a tough battle because I don't think nobody ever talked about like the mental things that you might go through and it might pass off into your business or personal things that's going on that's lingering or you just might just not be in the mood. And then it's just like now you're coming off a certain type of where you're not showing up in this situation like you normally would or you're not handling this certain type of way. So just me realizing like to overcome certain stuff is still showing up the same way each time because people pick up on stuff like that. And you don't want to like kind of ruin a good business relationship because of some personal things you got going on or kind of lose a client or lose this or just lose the opportunity because you don't feel like getting up and doing this today or calling around. So I think that was something that was hard for me.
0: What was what, how did you, um, overcome your, your hard times? Cause you know, some people don't know how to get out of, it. you know what I mean? When you don't want to do, or you don't want to do the work or you just depressed. You just stressed out. You feel like it won't work. You know, I've, I've dealt with plenty of, plenty of people like that. So what are one of the things that you do? Do you meditate? Do you work out? Like, what gets you back in the same of Um, um <clears throat> I don't
2: know.
1: Um, of course praying, like that's like a consistent thing with me. Like even when I'm not in the mood to do nothing else, I realize like I'll sit down and just have those talks, I just pray and try to read the Bible. But just me thinking on the bigger picture, like I think sometimes we let small things ruin big pictures. And we have to realize, like I think, if you got a bigger goal in mind, you got to think like, is you got to have those conversations with yourself sometimes. I think we got to be honest with ourselves sometimes. Like, is this really that serious, or is this something that could be handled? Is this something, and that's just something I was just always taught as a child. Like, it, it's always a plan B in a situation. It's always like another solution. Don't always be so quick to just be like, it's the end of the world because this has happened. And just always keep that in mind. If you have in your mind a vision of how you want your business to be or how you want your life to be, you can't allow what you're going through at that moment to just ruin everything. Because then in the end, you're going to just be like, you wasted time. And you wasted everybody else's time. And you just kind of ruined a good thing because you just stuck in that moment. So I feel like just keeping. Your eyes on the prize because you're gonna have those moments. But then if you just keep putting that in your mind, like even probably using using you as the motivation, like you have even expressed like just different battles and obstacles you have went through. But I'm pretty sure like at that moment, you probably never thought like you would be where you at right about now. You had a vision in your mind, but you kept pushing and pushing and thinking. I think if you just keep stuff like that in your head, you know what, I'm gonna be here at this time, I'm gonna be here giving yourself goals and you just know like i'm not gonna be feeling like this tomorrow i'm not gonna be i'm gonna give myself like a few hours and then i still got to do this and that you're gonna be faking it a lot definitely faking it a whole lot because people pick up on all that and you don't ever want to come off like just moody and you just you uh-uh, know
0: wow you're right so we talked about one of your cha- most challenging moments what was one of your victories that you had since you started your cleaning company what was the the most exciting moment that you have had thus far since you got started?
2: Um,
1: it was it was a few. Um, I would say the the contract because they was juggling between some people, but they don't make me mad, so I'm not gonna talk about them. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, <laughs> people
0: excited about that contract, y'all.
1: But, um, oh, I think when the when uh, some of the council members called me like personally,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and the vice mayor has called me to do certain stuff, of course, it's still being processed. They haven't been like huge things, but just the the principle that like I even came across your mind or you all think of me. It's just like, wow, okay, now, I it's just it's just building relationships is really important.
0: And How to take contact?
1: By my business number, and some of them have my personal number just for me, like networking. Just like you said, that's something you have always talked about: is networking, um, joining different groups. Like the more you put yourself out there, I think when people hear you have a cleaning business and they see that you're a woman and you're black, it makes people be like intrigued. It's like, let me see if this is for real. Let me see, it. and then it just kind of builds relationships from that point. I got a call to do the councilman office, but that's when I was really like fresh, didn't know how to bid, but it was just a principle. Like even up to now, I still speak to them all the time. I just went there the other day and it just was really a learning experience. So I think that, those were moments that really, really like made me realize like, you know, I gotta be doing something right. Right,
0: so. right. So, so I guess, that's what really what pushes you to keep going like what's your why
2: um being
1: successful to the point where it's like them days those days when i probably you know those, those days when i'm in a position to give everybody a job it's like everything gonna have a job everybody gonna have a job and I'm just gonna be that person that oversees and just making sure everything is still ran correctly. I never want to just completely be like both feet out, but just that motivation of knowing like that day gonna come where it's like I don't have to be doing all that, I don't have to have that constant interaction with none of y'all. Mm-hmm. Like I could be hiring people and y'all will never see me. I think that's just that drive and that motivation to know it's a bigger purpose. Um, of course expanding like much much further from outside of here and and, yeah this is being like so much bigger bigger point
2: awesome awesome
0: all right but last but not least tell the people where they can find you at your um your company name your instagram and do you have a youtube channel yet
1: yes i have started it but I didn't post the video yet. Great, so. <laughs> but everything is on there. Like everything is ready on there, but um, I can't. Okay. Yeah. The video, it should be posted like within the next week. But as far as with Instagram, it's YQP cleaning. It's YQP cleaning services. The YouTube will be YQP cleaning services. My website is YQPCleanServices.com. If you guys ever want to get in contact with me, you can contact me on either three of those. Oh, and for Twitter, too.
2: The same
0: name. All right, you guys. You heard that YQP Cleaning Services. And if you are watching this from Miami Gardens, get your girl up, okay? This is the cleaning lady that you guys need on y'all team, all right? And if you're looking for some work, because I know she got some work for you, all right? So, um... With that being said, we're going to go ahead and close on out. Was there any final words that you want to say and shout outs you want to give?
1: Um, No, it's just um, for anybody that's in that space of like, you want to start your business, whatever kind of business it is, just do it. Like, I don't feel like it's no such thing as like a perfect time to start anything. I oftentimes hear people like waiting for this perfect moment to launch or to do certain stuff. I feel like in anything, you're going to fall. It's up to you to get back up and start over. But the longer you take to start, the longer you're going to take for those falls to happen and the longer you're going to take for the process to really begin. So if you're thinking about something, just do it. Even if it look a mess, if it's not all at the beginning, it will get there with time. Just do it. Just do
0: it. I don't know why people be so scared, girl. I'm, I'm a high school dropout. I dropped out in the ninth grade I had my first child when I was 19, you know, I I don't have the best background in the world. It was Mm -hmm. smart, okay? And I'm not the smartest person in the world, you know? So, and not on on top of all that, I I have a felony on my background, okay? Mm -hmm. So, it was hard for me to find a decent job, you know? Mm -hmm. So, the only jobs I could get was little crappy cleaning jobs, $9 an hour, $8 an hour, if I can do it, if Yasmin can start doing it, anybody can do it. That's my whole point. Like, at the end of the day, you just gotta have that drive. That's why I named exactly. my company because that's that's all I had at the end of the day. I didn't have no money. <laughs> I just had the drive. That's it. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? All right. Yeah, so help. so-, well, so- you- no, I was to. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I was gonna also say like, um, what do they say? Consistency beat credentials every time. Like as long as you like putting it. in the work, it's nothing that you're not gonna learn how to do. And
0: that's true. You can't. I mean, that's all you really need is is the drive. The drive is gonna get everything else for you. But you got to get up off your butt and do something. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So. y'all heard it y'all heard the story and then she asked me i gotta have her back on in another six months so we can do a recap on where you're at in your um in your business okay yeah so until then i'm gonna go ahead and close it on out you guys we will see you on the next episode we are out of here